This is Trans Chat, a podcast where trans folk chat about ourselves, things important to us, and our communities. Today on Trans Chat, we will be discussing the following difficult topics abuse, religion, Christianity, Mormons or LDS, Buddhism, cultural Judaism, the troubled teen industry, unsupportive family, and family alienation. The word queer will be used in today's podcast. So I, I think it would be appropriate if, if, if you're comfortable sharing to examine the troubled teen industry beyond conversion therapy therapy efforts if, if that's something you're comfortable with like I, I think I think that's something that we should definitely be highlighting one thing I think will be important as as the podcast progresses is that we're gonna look at other marginalized communities um, and we will try to have somebody that is is part of those communities you know be involved in those discussions but I think it can it can be respectfully highlighted some things and and, and maybe maybe I'll be corrected on this and, and you know I'm welcome to that we, we'll, we'll set up a an email that I'll plug at the end of, of each episode that folks can can send feedback to us through and you know depending on feedback you know I, I'm good with with adjusting how I approach things I'm, I'm not necessarily expecting others to, to necessarily do that the way I'm talking I, I will I will be doing some of the podcast uh, organizing and hosting but for our listeners we're, we're gonna rotate the, the the person who is is kind of telling the story that day or you know the host who's leading the discussion so I, I definitely don't want to create the impression that it's me it's, it's all of us so there was so much I'm trying to think of of, of things that are sure but but you know luna is definitely our, our tech gal on the scenes you know like, so <laughs> credit where credit's due that that you set up all the yeah the recording and, and the, the technology that we're using so well, thank you a lot of work that went into that let's acknowledge that uh thank you do you have any questions for me? Because I, I have questions, but I have a feeling they're going to launch into discussions. So I don't know if you have any quick questions. I want to know about your experiences at The Hague. I, I think that your work in, in a lot of areas is just amazing. I, I don't know if you want to advertise the Facebook group that is part of, and, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, the uh, Breaking Code Silence. I, I know that there's at least one Facebook group related to that. I don't want to drop the name if you'd prefer that to not advertise at this time. But when you you invited me to follow that, that page or group, I'm not, I'm not sure which one it is. And seeing a lot of the articles about the troubled teen industry has been heartbreaking. And that, that was one of my my biggest fears as a teenager was due to family's religious background being identified and, and going to one of those my my family is LDS, um, which is Mormon, if, if folks are not familiar with that. And and I had friends or associates that would disappear. And we would just yeah. be told that they were gone. And sometimes they would show up a, a year or months later and be very different people. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Th thinking about a specific person. Um, anyway, and it's horrifying what you've described your experiences as, and, and I'm sure that there's there's a lot more detail that, that's even more horrifying um, as, as we get into that. Do you want to talk yeah, pop culture? Or... No, we can, you can say anything about that. Um, and it's really interesting to hear how there was like trauma down the line, you know, because I, I regularly speak with survivors and I speak with parents too, but hearing 
how you were affected as a friend well yeah and then i don't i don't i don't wish to to make that seem like it was uh uh uh, uh no, no, no. It's, okay it's, it's saying that it's it's valid and it's it's unsettling that, that there was that much damage done that it actually affected communities as a whole and, and i i want to like acknowledge that i'm saying this is how bad this this industry really is it's yeah like you even experience fear that you would one day you know, be kidnapped and wake up in a facility like I was. You know? Oh my God, I had and nightmares. That's exactly what happened, you know? No, nobody was allowed to know where I was. You know, not even like my siblings were allowed to know where I was. It was just like, Lisa's gone and we're not going to talk about where. At the time they would have said she, I would say no. Where's he went, you know? Yeah. Um, may, may, may I ask about your relationship with your siblings or would you prefer not to, to get into that? Um... So I'm basically no contact with my entire family. I don't know. Let's let's come back to that. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. If if uh, very accepting. I, I'm I'm sorry to hear that because you're an amazing person yeah. and like they're losing out a lot on on not interacting with you. But since we're you know I I don't know how much I want to say publicly. Totally understandable. Topic. You know, because I do want to preserve their privacy. Mm -hmm. I might come forward, but it's something I need to think about. Okay. Yeah, no pressure. And um, you can always tell me if if I'm if I'm getting into waters you're uncomfortable or don't want to interact with. Yeah, likewise. And and what about what about you? So I have one sibling. She thinks that I should be institutionalized and that I am a danger to my children and my spouse. And so we don't have any contact. Some of the things that were said, <laughs> uh, I still get a little emotional about. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. And um, I hope if any of her kids are queer someday that I will be able to be a lifeline for them. Um, until then, I, I just kind of... You know, my, my parents, they've, they've tried really hard, and it's noticeable. And, and coming from, from an, uh, an LDS uh, a culture and an LDS family culture, because that's been such a big deal on both sides of my family, the, the strides that they make, I think, have been good. In, in fact, I was kind of prepared when I came out to lose um, yeah. my, my dad and, and his nine siblings and, and my mom and, and her three siblings. I was just going to lose my relationships with everybody. And part of what made that, you know, a risk I was willing to take is um, my queer family and, and folks like you and folks, you know, involved with the TNGN and, you know, finding, finding a family that doesn't expect me to be different than who I am, whether it's neurodivergence or orientation or identity. And thankfully, my wife has been quite supportive. Totally. I will, I will house them for 20 years if I have to, or, um, you know, we, we will pay for a plane ticket if, if a kiddo needs to get here for safety. And that, I'm saying that's the one thing I do. Sorry. My, my biological, no, no, you're so good. My biological father has a daughter who I guess is about 11 now. 
and um, I've tried to figure out how to get in contact with her over the way over the years in a way that doesn't put myself in danger. But you know, absolutely, I just I need her to know that I exist and that I'm a safe person and that same exactly what she said, Luna. I would feed, clothe, educate, you know, whatever. If if she ever hears this recording, and my biological sister is about to have a child um, in June, and I think same thing. The best the best thing that I can do is just let them know that I exist. And, you know, who knows if that kid will ever come out as queer trans, but there's other reasons I don't talk to my family. And so, like, if that kid ever feels like they need to escape, you know, that they yeah. need to feel safe, that I'm absolutely, like, 100%, no question asked, will take them in. And that, that's awesome. I, you know, I... I... I don't want to speak for for queer communities, but something that I've noticed and was really shocking when I started to, not shocking, well, I'll say shocking because of the stereotypes I was fed, you know, growing up in, in LDS culture, just how welcoming folks are. The, the, the willingness to uh, have a, a couch for somebody who's just kicked out or a willingness to take care of each other. And, you know, the amount of love is something I was not accustomed to within friendships and within um, my interaction circles. And emotional safety, too. Yeah. You know, you know my, my, my kiddos know a lot of the team and um, they've met you and I'm sure that they're going to ask about you later and they're probably going to frame you as their new best friend. I'm okay with it. Wait, so that's something that I would definitely like to hear you talk about a lot. And I don't know if you want to go into it today or in another. Maybe we could even have like a session where we focused on sort of religion. But yeah. What it was like growing up. You, you were raised. And, you know, I still I still occupy LDS spaces. Um, well, and that too, I would really like to hear about how you navigate. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I think I think it would be great. Um, we could periodically chat about religion, and I would love to hear about your experiences if you're willing to share. And how 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 do you phrase that? I've 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 seen it usually as practicing Judaism. Is there a better way to put that? Um, the term that I usually use is actually Buju, which is popular in LA. That's um, culturally Jewish practicing Buddhists. Oh, okay. And I would love to hear more about that, uh, about uh, practicing Buddhism, if, if you're comfortable sharing that. Because my, you know, like growing up, I culturally went to Jewish events, like bar mitzvahs and stuff, but my parents used to drive me to um, Tibetan Buddhist, like uh, meditations, like I met my met the Dalai Lama when I was 11. And wow. Well, because my parents were so um, abusive, my so, so, so abusive, like I, I hated Buddhism for a very long time. And um, my, like, side gig is that I'm a travel agent, you know, because I've been all over the world, so it's really easy to, to do that. And I went on a, a trip for that, for that side gig to India and Nepal, and I did, like, a, a Buddhist um, pilgrimage tour, like, sat under the spot where, like, Buddha sat for 20 years under the Bodhi tree for, for enlightenment, and then the spot where he was born, and then the spot where he gave his first lecture and stuff, and it, and it you awakened something in me that was like, oh, there was this beauty here, you know, that I could separate from my parents. And that's why, and so I kind of returned to it, like, at the age of 30, 31. And that's why I would really like to hear about, like, your experience of, you know, okay, you, you were raised and, and there were some bad things that happened in the LDS church, but there was something there that still made sense to you that still, like, it still resonates. You in your relationship with God or whatever. And that's what I would really like to 
care about as well. Sure. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally good chatting about those things. And, and, and as, as we've been talking, I've been thinking about what level of censoring of myself um, because, uh, you know, my, my, my entire family is, is LDS. Um, okay. But uh, you know what? I'm not going to censor myself. And, and you know... I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Like, I think sometimes Westerners think of Buddhism as, like, I don't know, less dangerous than, like, Trinity religions, but, you know, there, there are these Buddhist extremists, you know, in Myanmar and in Thailand who are carrying out this genocide against Muslims, and, like, it, like you can absolutely be weaponized, and, and my parents really weaponized it against me, you know, that they were like, you need to practice forgiveness and compassion and detachment and like if you were really practicing detachment you wouldn't care that i'm abusing you essentially they didn't put it in those exact words but something like that you know yeah and so for a long time i was like i hate everything related to buddhism because it told me that like i wouldn't suffer if i just didn't care You've been listening to Trans Chat. Thank you for joining us. Next week, we will get to meet the CEO and one of the co-founders for the Trans, Non-Binary, and Genderqueer Network. We hope you'll join us then.